Praise God. I know we've gone a little longer with worship than normal, but uh, I'm assuming since we haven't done this like this in a while, y'all are okay. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I don't plan to preach all day either, but I do want to share a little bit what I feel like the Lord has given me. And I'm going to add to the list of unusual starts or sources of a start to a message for me. Let's see if some of you recognize this. I'll, I'll go ahead and give you my title again, which is what I've done a bunch of times now in this season. But I want to preach to you today, there will be a church. Don't make me send you to your cars. There will be a church. Let's see if any of you recognize this. You do not like them, so you say, try them, try them, and you may try them, and you may, I say. Sam... If you will let me be, I will try them, you will see. Say, I like green eggs and ham. I do, I like them, Sam I am. And I would eat them in a boat, and I would eat them with a goat, and I would eat them in the rain, and in the dark, and on a train, and in a car, and in a tree. They are so good, so good, you see. So I will eat them in a box, and I will eat them with a fox, and I will eat them in a house, and I will eat them with a mouse, and I will eat them here, and I will eat them there. Say, I will eat them anywhere. I do so like green eggs and ham. Thank you, thank you, Sam. I am. Can I tell you today, I like the church. I don't like it as much online as other ways, but I like the church online. I like the church in a building. I like the church on a slab. I like church in a car. I like it in a house. I like it in an arena. I like it in a block wall, tin roof, door, uh, dirt floor church building in the middle of a, of a village in Africa somewhere. I like it way up high on about the 11th or 12th floor of an office building in Singapore. I like it outside on a soccer field as we've done in Zambia. I like it underground in China or in other Muslim countries the way it is. I got to tell you, I like the church and there will be a church. There is no question today. There is no uncertainty today. I don't care what the circumstances are. I don't care what the circumstances will be. There will be a church. One of the many reasons why there will be a church is because of these words. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, 
and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I don't think I have to remind this crowd today or perhaps those of you that may be watching us online right now, but just for the record's sake, I will remind you. I'm not talking about that building right there or any other building. I'm talking about the church. I'm not talking about a church today. I'm not talking about just this church today. There will be a church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it there is no weapon i'll read this verse probably a little bit later but there is no weapon that can form against it that will prosper it may have to go into houses for a little while it may have to operate different than it's used to for a little while but i'm telling you it doesn't matter what happens there's going to be a church until the day the trumpet sounds The Bible says in Acts chapter 8, verse number 1, And Saul was consenting unto his death, and at that time there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hailing men and women, committed them to prison. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. Paul came to stop, or Saul at that point. Saul came to oppose. Saul came to stop what was going on. And though Saul came for one reason, there was an outcome that was completely different than what Saul intended. I believe it was Joseph that said to his brethren, What you meant for evil. What you meant for evil. God meant for good. Can I remind you today, the Word of God is full of examples where the devil had a plot. The Word of God is full of examples where Satan had a plan to do one thing. That God allowed Satan to do what he thought he was doing, but the outcome was something completely different than what Satan thought. The Bible says if they would have known what they were doing when they crucified Jesus, they would not have done it. Can I tell you today, I don't care if the devil calls COVID. I don't care what calls COVID. I'm quite sure the devil would like to use COVID, but I'm here to declare to you today, whether it's COVID-19 or whether it's what's going on in your life individually, whatever the devil means it for, God means it for something else. And I've come to tell you today, he's an on-time God, and he's going to turn it around, and everything's going to work according to his plan verse 4 again therefore they that were scattered abroad went everywhere not hiding they didn't go everywhere disillusioned and given up they didn't go everywhere quitting they went everywhere preaching the word 
You can go online. I haven't done it in a while. I haven't looked at it in a while, so I'm not going to give any kind of numbers. But you can go online, and yes, if you go online, church attendance is declining all over the world. You can go online, and church buildings are being abandoned and sold all over the world. But the church, I know there's some people that, that, and hopefully not, not apostolics, but I know there's some people over the last couple of months that because they could not go to their church building, that they have sort of lost out with their relationship with God. They, they, that, that they, their connection was built upon Sunday mornings and going to church. But I believe I am among some people today, and I believe there's some people that are watching online today that your relationship with God has not weakened in the last 10 weeks your your faith in god has not diminished in the last 10 weeks but there's a greater resolve inside of you there's a greater determination that says i know the church i know the church is going to be all right because the gates of hell shall not prevail against it then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which, they, which he did. It was an attempt, it was an effort to stop it, and yet it propelled it. It was an effort to thwart it, and yet it Thrust it forward. Because Jesus declared, I'm going to build my church. I'm not going to build a church. I'm going to build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. I know I can tell y'all got, got your quarantine stamina working. You could see that during worship. Y'all got through about two lines of that first song, and most of you were breathing heavy. There wasn't no running out of your grave today. <gasps> Y'all sound like a preacher getting with it. <gasps> I, I know, I know some of you got used to the last couple of weeks now, your pajamas and I know some of y'all aren't used to listening now. By the time I'm preaching, you, you're sitting down with some good eggs and bacon. And if you got any southern roots, you got some grits on the table. And I know, I know you're struggling a little bit. I know. But I'm telling you, somebody needs to get it settled today. I don't care how much longer we deal with the circumstances or what the circumstances may be in the future. There will be a church, and I'm challenging somebody today. You need to make up your mind once and for all. I'm going to be in it because it's not going down. It's going up, and one day it's going all the way up. According to USA Today, and this was April 10th, this was April 10th, who knows what it's like today, I read two par brief paragraphs. In previous crises, 
wars, natural disasters, financial downturns, and other unfortunate events, some businesses were were unable to bounce back and, or excuse me, some businesses were able to bounce back and continue as they were. Many had to adapt their business model to a new reality. Still others never recovered and vanished. It is too early to say what will happen with the businesses on this list, this list with regards to COVID-19. Retail brands such as Tiffany and Macy's were included because their landmark flagship stores were shuttered. For retailers, the pandemic is just the latest blow as the sector has already been struggling with the consumer shift to e-commerce and away from physical stores. TheHill.com on May 13th said, A new study projects that 100,000 Small businesses in the United States have permanently shut their doors since the coronavirus outbreak was declared a pandemic in March, according to the Washington Post. 100,000 small businesses. Shopping centers before COVID-19, you can, you can go, I don't go there that often, I don't like shopping unless I've got money and a mission. It's window shopping with no money. That's not for me. But the new section, and I say that relatively speaking now because it's several years old, but the new section of the Annapolis Mall, if you walk through there now, there are multiple spots that have no stores in them anymore. Because there's been a shifting in the way society does business And a lot of stores are not making it. And now here we are with this pandemic that's given an even bigger blow. But I've come to tell you today, the church will not go out of business. The church, the church will adapt no matter what the circumstances are. The church will not just survive under the circumstances. The church will not just survive crisis, but the church will thrive in crisis. I I got a question. Let me see if any of you recognize any of these. Caldor. This one's for uh, you older Annapolitans. Shoe Town. Anybody ever shop at Shoe Town? Or Magruder's? Wasn't that Magruder's there? In the, huh. This is a more recent one, but Boston Market. How about Circuit City? The original store where HomeSense is. How about this one? Kenny's Shoes. That's where my parents took me to buy my basketball shoes. Kenny's Shoes. They had like three, I know I think they had four stripes. They had four stripes because Adidas has three. 
So you hope when you're running, all people do is see a few stripes and they don't count. Or, or how about Tom McCann? That's now, what's that sandwich shop over there by Home Depot? Yeah, by Heckinger's. <laughs> exactly. Or Old Country Buffet. Yeah, I got one more. This is for all you warehouse folks. Severna Park Warehouse folks. The Sunday afternoon hot spot. Anybody remember it? Oh, I hear it. Horn and horn. Horn and horn smorgasbord. It was, if I'm not mistaken, in the vicinity of where Giant is now. You young folks may not know it, but that used to be a mall, an indoor mall. We'd go from the warehouse right up behind the bowling alley in Severna Park. We'd go to Horn and Horn Smorgasbord. That's the first place I ever learned. You don't get soft serve ice cream in the dishes they give you. If you go to a smorgasbord, all you can eat, and they got soft serve ice cream, and you use that cute little dish, you are not a genuine ice cream eater. There's two options when it comes to that ice cream. Number one is the soup bowl. And a close number two is the glasses that you get your soda in. Don't be messing around with that cute little dish. But a bunch of you recognize those, and we could go on and on of things that have not made it. Sears and Roebuck, Montgomery Wards, and on and on. But here we are today. It is by far, this is not the most challenging. We, 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 I got to come down there for a minute. Don't worry, I'll stay six feet away, and I'll try to minimize the spray. I felt bad last Sunday night. I told a couple of those that were helping me pray I may need to go put a, a shield on. I was getting a little worked up and giving a little showers. But I think everybody's still feeling all right, so I think we're okay. I completely forgot why I came down here. Y'all supposed to help me now. I don't get, I don't get, I don't get any help at home. They all go in their rooms and listen and watch. Thank you. There we go. Hallelujah. Some of us need to remember. We can get so caught up in where we are. We forget. There's people that have been through much worse than we're going through right now. And the church, the church has faced way more challenging circumstances than we're facing right now. 
I wish something would come. I'm so glad that we get to do this today. I've said it. You've heard me say it. I am thankful. But there's something that just needs to rise up inside of us and get a little grit that says, you know what? We don't like it. It's not necessarily easy. But there's been some people that have been through worse before. There have been some people that have been through challenging things before. Do, Do you think those people that... Saul, who became Paul, was persecuting. You think they'd be impressed by us today? Because you've had to sit at home the last 10 weeks and watch a service online. In your, Hopefully you haven't complained about the air the last 10 weeks. And hopefully you haven't complained about the sound. Although I understand in a household that can be a challenge. Come on. We've been the church that we are a part of that was birthed 2,000 plus years ago has made it through a whole lot worse than this. It's been through much more challenging circumstances than this. And there needs to be some of us today that decide, you know what? There is going to be a church. And since there's going to be a church, I'm going to be a part of that church no matter what. There have been empires throughout history that have risen and fallen. Babylonian Empire, the Roman Empire, the British Empire that have dominated the world at different points in time. But they have come and they have gone. But through it all, the church. Through it all, the church has continued to march on. It may not have always been in a sprint. It may not have always been at 90 miles an hour. But no matter if it was persecution, no matter what the opposition was, the church kept marching on. And there may be some folks that left the church. And there may be some folks that leave the church. But I'm telling you today, you need to stick around. Because there's one thing that's guaranteed. There may be other businesses that come and go. There may be other chains that shut down, but I'm telling you today, there will be a church. I already referenced it, but I will read it. Isaiah 54 and 17. We have Tim Tebow to thank for the world, knowing that I can do all things through Christ. And we have Ray Lewis to thank for this next verse. No weapon. And really, I'm pretty sure this had nothing to do with the NFL playoffs. And I really doubt it had anything to do with the Super Bowl. But I'm pretty sure it has something to do with us. No weapon. Now, you got to get this. Y'all all right? I can't decide right now what's more challenging, looking at the camera or looking at you. I want you to notice, 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 notice what this verse says. Notice what it says. It says that weapons will form. It doesn't say that there will be no weapons formed. In fact, the implication is there will be weapons formed. 
Some of you losing faith today because you see some weapons the enemy has formed. God never promised you he wouldn't let the enemy form weapons. In fact, he may even let him shoot the weapon. But somewhere in the process, there is no weapon that is formed that will prosper. It may be at the very, I I preached it, I think, before we were in COVID. I think when we were still able to come together, I told the story about the, the, I believe, the missionary from the Philippines. I was just a kid. We lived through the woods in in Indian Hills. That missionary came through and he had a shirt, a little kid's shirt that had holes in it. And they they had been in a service. Some of you heard the story. Some of you were there when the story was told, but... Somebody's listening or watching. You haven't heard the story. I'll just tell it real quick. They were in a service in the Philippines, and there was guerrilla warfare going on, not like apes, gorillas. And there was, they were threatening this church. And the pastor said, if you leave to protect yourself, you're taking your life in your own hands. But if you'll stay, God's going to protect you. And that shirt that that missionary held up was the shirt of a kid, I believe a kid that was in that service, that the bullets, I know some of y'all watch so much TV the last couple of months, you think everything's fictional, but the Word of God is true. And miracles still happen today, just like they happened back then. And the holes were holes from the bullets that were shot, that hit the kid, but fell off. And there was no blood. Because weapons may get formed, and weapons may even get used, but they're not going to prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. Anybody looking at some weapons today? Hello? Anybody got any weapons you're facing today? Any opposition you can see in your life today? It won't prosper. And here's, Jesus said it. I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And then the apostle Paul says this, Ephesians 5, 27, that he might present it to himself, a hobbling, crippled, weak, barely surviving church. Oh, no. He's going to present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. COVID-19 can't stop it. A political party can't stop it. 
Social distancing can't stop it. A liberal agenda can't stop it. Thought I'd get a little more on that one. Because there will be a church. Some of y'all need to make up your mind today. I, you, you, need to, you need to just imagine you're on the edge of a cliff and the church is the, is the cliff. The church is the railing. I, I've, I've gotten in the last couple of months here and there, some of my downtime watching some Red Bull TV. That is proof that all men are not created equal. That is proof that a lot of people have some kind of mental disability that is yet to be diagnosed. People spending the night on the side of a 1,500 cliff foot cliff halfway up. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm good right here. I'm good. This is good. I, 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 was, I was doing some painting on the outside of our house in the back, and, and, and our roof is, the back roof is like, I don't know, 10 feet high, I think, at the most. And there's this little section that kind of goes up from another roof, and I'm like, I mean, I'm like on the roof, man. I'm like, you know how hard it is to try to roll Hanging on with one hand, rolling with the other hand, and, and the slightest feeling of slipping on that roof. And then I go sit down and watch Red Bull TV. And I'm like, I have got to be one of the biggest sissies in the world. I'm like freaking out. I'm about to fall off my 10-foot roof, and these guys are free, free climbing. But I've also watched the grip. That some of them get. Because they know this is life or death. Some of you need to make up your mind. This is life or death. And I don't have a promise that I'm going to make it by myself. But the church is going to make it. So I'm going to get a grip on God. And I'm going to get a grip on the church. Because no matter what comes, no matter what goes, there will be a church. Because you've never lost a battle. And you never will. Never. 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 Air high five your neighbor that you don't live with and say never. Touch your neighbor you live with and say never. There will never be a time that there won't be a church until Jesus comes. There will. So we may have to have it outside, we may have to have it part of us in our cars. We may get to have it inside again. We may have to have it all kinds of different places. It does not matter. I said it does not matter. There will be a church. So just the question is, who is going to be in that church? 
I wonder if I'm outside today with anybody that first of all you believe there will be a church. But you've also made up your mind. I will be in that church. There will. There will. I'm not hoping there will be. I'm not wishing there will be. I'm not just fantasizing there will be. There will always be a church. On Christ, the solid, the solid rock I stand. If we've ever been able to say this and understand it, we ought to be able to today. All other ground, all other ground is sinking sand. But I'm glad to know today I haven't cut corners and built my house on the sand. I haven't tried to take the easy route and build my house on sand. But I know there's a solid rock. And I built upon that solid rock. Let the wind blow. Let the rain fall. Let the storms come. But I'm on the solid rock. And it will last. Won't you stand, please? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've never lost, and you never will. Isn't that amazing? There is nothing else, folks, nothing else in life that has that guarantee. I know this is really insignificant and trivial, but there have been a couple of times I, there's been restaurants where I've had a favorite dish or a favorite dessert. I'm not a, I'm not a blue cheese person. I don't like blue cheese. Isn't that basically just like moldy cheese or something? Like but they, they used to have it Stony River Steakhouse, and for most of us, that's a kind of a once-a-year place to go. If you're on a budget, don't go there. But they used to have blue cheese chips. And for a non-blue cheese person, that sounds nasty. But I'm going to tell you what. Those things were dangerous and they stopped they stopped they just stopped who was the whatever that made that decision anybody ever gone someplace to get something to eat or drink that was your favorite and they closed down I, I remember y'all can't tell I'm getting a little hungry so you're in good shape 
There was this place, Brother Mott took me there years ago up in Glen Burnie. I won't call any names to not be mean, unkind. He took me, first day he took me in there, I walk in, the floor is nasty. I'm not trying to be mean, but some of the roughest characters you've ever seen in your life were the cooks and the servers behind. It was a walk up, order, and sit down. Like, what in the world? But they're the only place around that I know that had burnt ends. If you've never had burnt ends, you are not quite living yet. And so one day, I think I got my family to go there one time. Because they got walked in and they couldn't get past the dirty tables and the rough-looking workers. I'm not calling names of places, so I'm trying to be discreet in that, so don't get mad at me. Just trying to make a point. I think I got them go there one time, I think. I can't sing that song, I've Never Lost a Battle. My kids' palates are my wife's on steroids. They, it's like they speak another language. Anyway. I, I, I walked, I went back, to, one time I was, I forget, I was all by myself. I was, I was in, the, I almost gave the location. I was in the vicinity. By myself. Needing to get dinner. And I went, oh, great time. And I pulled in, excited. I, I, I think burnt ends may be one of my favorite foods, I think. I pull in. I park. I walk in. It's clean. It's been re- The name is still the same on the outside. And, and, and there was a person of a certain ethnicity behind the counter that you don't really associate barbecue with. And it just wasn't the same. Now, I know some of y'all aren't crazy about it. You just eat because you have to. I know I got a few folks that give me a little bit of help here today. But again, that is so trivial. But there is something. And it's the most important thing that you can count on. Because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we are a part of his body. And so we can count on the fact, come whatever may, there will be a church. I wonder if we could join together today as we have added to our resume of unusual circumstances in the last couple of months and individually make a declaration to say, God, I believe there will be a church. 
And not only do I believe there will be a church, I'm going to be in that church. Not only am I confident today, there's going to be a church, no matter what we face, I will be a part of that church. If you feel that way today, why don't you just lift your hands, close your eyes, and make that declaration for yourself today. God, I believe, I believe that the gates of hell, that no circumstance, no situation, no challenges, no difficulties can defeat the church. And I am going to be a part of that church. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, I know we've been out here a while, but just a few more minutes. Oh, hallelujah. for you to do and your hand is moving right now you are still showing up at the tomb of every Lazarus and your voice is calling me out and right now I know you're able and my
Obviously, I'm, I'm not going to call any names, but a, a couple of a couple of the prayer requests last week when we did the prayer line is just some of the the mental battles that some of you are facing and dealing with during this time. And I'm pretty sure there's probably a few folks here today that set some of what you're dealing with. So in, they're going to sing again. But I just feel to do one more thing here. And if you're willing, this is a judgment-free zone. This is a no-touching zone, and it's a judgment-free zone. But if you're willing to be honest and open, and I'd be very surprised if there's not a few people, whether you respond or not is one thing. But if you're battling right now in your mind... And you need to be reminded in the assurance that not only has he never lost a battle, but he's never going to lose a battle. And whatever it is you're facing, whatever you're dealing with, he's got it all under control. I believe there's, there's some, there's some people here right now that God wants to give some peace to your mind today. So if that's you and you're willing to respond, We've already got one break in the ice here. So I just want you to come stand again. We're not going to come lay hands on you. We're not going to do that, but we are going to pray. You can stretch your hand in their direction if you, if you, um, if you don't need prayer. But I just believe that God wants to touch some minds right now, that he wants to give some peace right now, some assurance. You've never lost a battle and you will never lose a battle. 